This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is the Decibel Podcast with Chris Sanzak and Aaron Once again, so happy to be back with you. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro, joined as always by my good friend Chris Sinzak. We are the hosts of this show. How you doing, brother? Good, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. We've been on a pretty good roll here lately. Yeah. You know, last week we did the Big Harvest Moon episode, mm-hmm. and everybody dug that. You know, that was just no kind of a grab bag idea, but I think everybody kind of liked that. Yeah, it was fun to do, and yeah. so many... So many other great songs about the moon that we could have picked. I know it. Yeah, and, uh, I was. I had actually had uh, also Rand's list of ones that I too. was looking at, and then we got so into it, we're having so much fun. I totally spaced it out. Yeah, and but then, yeah, I definitely would have included Desert Moon by Yeah Great White, White and mm-hmm. you know Moonlight Drive by The Doors. Sure. And, I mean, there's so many, and I, and several people sending me playlists of Dream Theater songs that I need to check out. Right? Now. <laughs> yeah, that's cool too. That's what I love about doing this show. It's nice and interactive that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we love to hear from you, and I am checking those songs out, and, and I'm I'm getting getting more into Dream Theater as we go. Right on. Yeah, That's so awesome. you'll probably be hearing See, them again in the future. It all works. Yeah, everybody gets turned on to new stuff all the time, especially as today. A of fact, yeah, I was going to say, you know, a couple of weeks before that, we had the Professor Patrick Hill on, and he was an awesome donator to the Rock and Pot Expo, and we did a Radio Sucks show with him, mm-hmm. and he picked all kinds of great songs. Yeah. Well, guess what? We're doing that again today with another good friend of ours, Mark Starsky who is a Decibel Geek VIP. Yes. And man, this is another guy that gets it because he's got an awesome playlist for us to enjoy today. Mm-hmm. Some stuff you might know, a lot of stuff I bet you you don't because that's what, how it was for me. I got turned on to a bunch of new music that I'm all excited about now. Me too. And we're going to peruse his playlist right here today, and that's going to be awesome. But yep. before we get to all that, you know us. we got to take care of our business. And our business is sweet, sweet iTunes reviews, Facebook recommendations, and Podchaser reviews. We've got a couple here today, right? Hey, folks, Podchaser.com <laughs> still exists, and it's a great resource 
And please go on and leave a review. It's been like months since we've gotten one on that site. Right. I think really just just go to Podchaser and, and just check it out a little bit. You yeah. Know, it'll get you in the mood to want to leave a review. Even if you don't leave one for us, which we hope you do, it might make you want to leave one for some other podcasts you like. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we're, this whole podcasting thing is about as grassroots as it gets, you yeah. know. And Podchaser's trying to do something really cool by giving podcasts recognition. So get involved in that. And, you know, while you're there, you might even find your new favorite podcast. True. Next to the Decibel Geek Podcast. Of course. of course. But we've got some great reviews I want to share them with you right now. This one comes to us from Apple Podcasts. And it's titled, Great Show for Hard Rock Fans and Metal Fans, Five Stars. Goes a little something like this. I'm so thankful for the gang at Decibel Geek. If you're a fan of hard rock and metal music, do yourselves a favor and give this podcast a listen. They have a back catalog of great shows and continue to produce high-quality content. I highly recommend checking out the Albums Unleashed series for one-of-a-kind interviews with those who had a hand in the making of some of the greatest albums of all time. Very cool. we got to do one of them again soon. We do. We're that o- makes long me overdue. Missing. Yeah, yeah. We, we really are. We were just talking about, you know, it's been a minute since we've done an interview. We've got to get on the case with that. And that comes from Jimmy James 97 in the U.S. of A. Freaking awesome. Love it. Perfect. All right, here's another one. This one's a Facebook recommendation. comes to us from Mylon Stevens. And he recommends the Decibel Geek podcast by saying, Been listening to hard rock and metal podcasts, and this one is the absolute best. How you like that? Oh, I there, do. There's more. Aaron Camaro has the best laugh and radio voice I've ever heard. Chris Zinsatch. Yeah. <laughs> Zinsatch. <laughs> Swing and a miss, but thanks for trying. Has equally the same awesome voice for this extremely cool podcast. You will learn a lot of things you never thought you would about KISS and all the bands you loved back in the day. And also hear those bands and their music in the now. I hope to get my music played on this utmost awesomeness show. My band was recorded and produced by D.A. Carcos. It was very cool that he's been on this show. Oh, yeah. yeah. We know D.A. Carcos. Long time back. That's awesome. Yep. Love you guys. Hope to meet you all soon. Mylon Stevens from Revolution Machine. See, that's a great way to plug your band. Just it leave totally us a is. positive review, kiss our butts, and then mention your Drop band. your band's name, and we'll totally read it. That's right. I said Revolution Machine. Yeah. That's Revolution Machine, ladies and gentlemen. Revolution Machine. I'll have to check them out. Everybody should. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Those are your reviews for the week. Both fantastic. We appreciate them both very much. Revolution Machine. Did you get that? I think so. Okay. All right. So our other favorite people, the Geeks of the Week, these are people that shared on Facebook and retweeted on Twitter last week's episode of the Harvest Moon theme. Geeks of the Week this week are Todd Cunningham, David Cathy, Mike Grabowski, Mike Purnell, Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews, Kevin Williams, James West, Thor Bjorn Olsen. I love that name. Me too. Tom Cullen, Cobras and Fire Rock Podcast, Baco, Scott Crouch, Simon Cat, Joseph Capone, Missy Rachel Chava. Do you know who that is? I do not. Do you remember Kiss Confidential, the video? Yes. Do you remember the part where they play Take It Off and all the strippers come out on stage? Yes. She was one of those strippers. Seriously. Seriously. That's freaking awesome. And she shared our episode. That's amazing. I love it. Also, Andrew Jacobs, Greg Troyan, Ron Jones, Darren Parkin, Dan Nation, Rob Harris, Jeffrey Mendenhall, Christopher Stokes, Wayne Cross, David Glenn, 
Derek Novak, Mike Parnell, Sean Cullen, Kristen Schimbeck, Robin the Hood, Jeff Taylor, JJ Mack, Jay Shabluski, Eladio, Ernesto Aguiar, and as always, the Mooger Fooger. Yes, those are our friends. They're out there barking at the moon and sharing and retweeting the episodes. Hey, you want to become a legendary geek of the week? All you got to do is the same thing. Get out there, take this week's episode. Oh, it's going to be so awesome. You're going to love it. And get out there, share it, retweet it, and become a Geek of the Week and hear your name on next week's episode. Yep, yep. I'm ready to rock. What about you? I am too. Mark Starsky, how the hell are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Fantastic, brother. We're so glad you're on here with us today. You're a good friend of ours. You have been for a while, and you donated to Rock and Pod, and therefore today you have control of the Decibel Geek Podcast. Awesome. I've been looking forward to this for a long time, and I'm super excited to be on here with you guys, and uh, hope we can put a good episode together for all your listeners out there. I'm sure we will. I know we can. I've been jamming your disc all week long in the Camaro. Me too. Yeah. Um, but before we get into the songs, uh, just explain a little bit about how you discovered the show. I'm going to kind of save that towards the end, because okay. that's part of my show. Gotcha. But I will say that um, I've been a listener for um, since the fall of 2016, so about three years, so... Over the last three years, I've listened to, what are we at, 378 episodes of your podcast. So uh, wow. it's kept me busy at work and entertained since I've retired from the military. Let's just say that. Nice. <laughs> well, thank you for your service. Yeah. Appreciate it. And making us feel old. <laughs> <laughs> 378. Holy moly. I don't, yeah, I don't even, I've lost count. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, but yeah, well, cool. Well, so we're just going to, we're going to let you direct things from here. So where do you want to start? Well, my episode is based on a clue that I kind of wrote in my Decibel Geek review that I left on Podchaser a few months back. And my review was read on episode 355, which was Todzilla Returns. Oh, yeah. That was a good and one. It took about five minutes for Aaron to read it. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I definitely remember it. So here's the clue. Part of a paragraph I wrote, since I discovered the Decibel Geek podcast, I have also started to listen to other music-related podcasts. However, none of them keep me as interested or entertained as Chris and Aaron. One big reason for that is that Chris and Aaron are no one-trick pony, and the variety of their shows is great. Different episodes range from Radio Sucks, Years in Review, Albums Unleashed, Fresh Blood, Artist Interviews, Top 5 Lists, and Kissmas in July. So basically, my episode is a tribute to all the different episodes that you guys have done through the years. So this is basically a Decibel Geek Rock and Roll Diaries, kind of a This Is Your Life. Wow. Oh, wow. I didn't see this coming. (laughs) No. Here's the cool thing that Mark did. He actually mailed us each a disc. Yep. With his choices on it. That's why I say I've been jamming on this all week in my car. And I listened to it over and over and over again, all the way through, yeah. and not a clue as to what you no, were to unleash onto us. Yeah, this is amazing. Up. Yeah, so this will, this should be interesting. Yeah, that's cool because, uh, yeah, just a couple of weeks ago when I sent you a uh, that Wild Side disc, and uh, you asked what my episode was going to be, and I kind of wanted to keep it a secret. And kind of said it was based on my uh, my review, and I was hoping that you wouldn't guess it before we uh, started recording today. Wow. Nope. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> what an awesome surprise. I'm so excited. Let's get it going. Yeah, you're taking us for much smarter people than we really are. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, we got to start with the title. So I know that in the big picture of things, this is a Radio Sucks radio show, but I want to call it 
six songs Starsky thinks you should hear with four bonus tracks. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and one thing when putting my list together, I know a lot of your other uh, guest hosts have said this, but this was an extremely hard task. I had a list of probably 30 songs and I was trying to whittle it down. And some of them I'll get to in a uh, honorable mention list later. But since I've been able to listen to all your episodes in the last three years, it's been kind of recent. So of all the songs I've listened to, I believe that of my 10 groups, I believe six of them have never appeared on your podcast. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and start with song number one. This one is based on two episodes. First one is episode 186 from April 26th of 2015 called Album Openers. Basically, just kick-ass songs that kick off a CD right off the bat. And going back and listening to that uh, episode, a couple examples from that were uh, Kiss, uh, King of the Mountain from the album Asylum, had Twisted Sister, What You Don't Know Sure Can Hurt You from Under the Blade, and uh, Judas Priest, Free Will Burning from Defenders of the Faith. Yeah, we're good. And the second ep- <laughs> the second episode this is based on, Episode number 259, back on October 18th, 2016, which was actually the very first episode I ever heard after I discovered you guys. And it's one of my all-time favorites because I'm such a huge fan of Rat. It was your Rat discussion with Alexi Lawless. Oh, that was so much fun. Yeah, how cool was that? <laughs> yeah, that was a highlight for, for sure for Definitely. us. He was, so, he, was, he was so good as far as his Rat knowledge went. Uh, yeah, he totally blew us away with that, yeah. with that one. Yeah, and when I, when I heard that episode, and that was the first one, I was like, holy crap, what have I been missing? This this podcast is awesome. These guys hunt down soccer players to talk to <laughs> about rat. That's right. <laughs> that was so bizarre finding out that he was a listener of the show. Yeah. And like he was like, he, he responded to something on Twitter we had put up. And I'm like, Alexi Lawless? Like the Alexi Lawless? <laughs> like, I was like, you listen to the show? He's like, I listen every week. I'm like, well, you have to come on the show now. And he's like, I'm a big rat fan. I'm like, there you go. We'll do a rat, rat discussion. We yeah, need to get yeah, him that, back on the show. That's oh, awesome. yeah. That's perfect. Yeah, because he's gone on Pat Francis' show like three times since really? we've had him on. Oh, man. Yeah, we need to, we need to uh, balance that out. Yeah, some. for sure. Yeah, so anyhow, I'm a huge rat fan. And I know in the last couple of years there's been all the drama, but push that aside. You look at their catalog. I mean, the – Music is just awesome. They're just a sleaze band. Stephen Piercy has that sleazy type voice. I mean, they broke up. Then they late 90s, they kind of got together, released that self-titled album, kind of toured a little bit. And then late 2000s, 2008, 2009, Carlos Cavazzo joined the band. And then all of a sudden they came out the news, hey, we're going to be releasing a new album. So I got kind of excited, but that 99 album wasn't my favorite, so I kind of was reserved about it was. And then they released their first single, which was Best of Me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, this kind of harkens back to old school rat. It sounds pretty good. I order the album, and I get it, and I put it in, and the very first song is Eat Me Up Alive. And it blew my mind. It was awesome. That song could go perfectly on Out of the Cellar or Invasion of Your Privacy. That album came out in 2010. Uh, it actually reached number 30 on the uh, Billboard Top 200 chart, produced by Michael Basquet, engineered by Dave Holdridge. 
You had original members Stephen Piercy, Warren Martini, and Bobby Blotzer on it. New guitarist Carlos Cavazzo, who I think is just amazing. And then bassist Robbie Crane, he'd been with them since the mid-90s. So I'm super solid bassist. I think he played on Vince Neil's first solo album. Yeah, he did. So Eat Me Up Alive, great guitar intro, sounds just like uh, Classic Rat. Throughout the song, the guitar duo of Martin and Cavazzo are just awesome. And uh, this song, best song on the album, and, and the album is just great. So first song I got, album opener, Rat, Eat Me Up Alive.
that's awesome, man. I love that song. I I remember when that came out. Same as you, I was kind of reserved, like, oh man, you know, mm-hmm. this is always going to be one of those deals where, you know, it's not going to be as good as Classic Days, you know, Rat. I was super, super impressed with that album, and like you said, mm-hmm. this song, Eat Me Up Alive, awesome. Just yeah. reminds me of Classic Rat so much. And I I read some interviews with them where they were they were saying that they were going for that sound they yeah. they wanted it to sound like you know what what would have come out after like dancing undercover yeah they yeah. nailed it and, and i saw an interview as well where stephen pierce said we want this to be something like we would have written right after out of the cellar mm-hmm. and we want to kind of go back to basics and you know you hear a lot of groups say that years down the road and then you kind of hear their album and you're kind of disappointed but when i heard this one the whole album is just awesome i mean you got eat me up alive best of me Last Call, Lost Weekend. I mean, this this is the album that should have gone between Invasion Ear Privacy and Dancing Undercover. Yeah, definitely. I agree. That's a good uh, that's, yeah. a, that's a good f- first choice. So, uh, what, what are you going to go to next? All right. So, song number two. This one's based on episode two sixty one back on November fifth, twenty sixteen. My birthday. This one was called One and Done, and the premise of this episode was bands that gave us just a single great kick-ass album and then disappeared and were never heard from again. Going back and kind of listening to this episode, bands that you guys uh, hit on were uh, Heavy Bones, Slam and Gladys, Betty Blowtorch, Cats and Boots, and Imperial Drag. Yep. Yeah, so any memories on this episode? Oh yeah, I mean, I I remember it was actually it was hard to narrow our picks down for that one because there there was quite a few bands that that had that stature of one great album, but uh, I I think we both turned each other on to different bands with that yeah. episode because we both brought something from stuff that we liked in the past. But yeah, I definitely and like what Cats and Boots has come up numerous times since we played them that that week because I love Cats. And I, know. <laughs> I know you've played them a lot and Heavy Bones. Uh, that's a Frankie Benali project, and um, that that album is so damn underrated. I still listen to that one pretty regularly. Wasn't that with the singer from Cats and Boots? Yes, isn't that how that? And worked? that was a weird. Yeah. That was the weird thing because, like, yeah, we I picked the Heavy Bones tune, and Aaron picked the Cats and Boots song, and then we didn't like we re- realized at that time like wow it's the same singer on both both right. tracks right yeah yeah we it never hit us no. until we were in the midst of recording yeah. we're like wow we're playing this guy twice yeah it was pretty Joel Evans i think was his name i can't remember his name oh yeah no, Joel that, something yeah yeah but yeah that was a, that was a good episode we we could do that one again easily yeah yeah definitely so anyhow the group that i picked for this is war babies now war babies they were a band that was formed in uh 1988 up in Seattle, Washington, by uh, vocalist Brad Sinsel, who is the uh, former vocalist for a group called TKO. Now, I've kind of read where this album has some elements of grunge to it, maybe a little bit, but I don't hear it. Now, these guys all grew up in Seattle. They were actually friends with guys from uh, Mother Love Bone, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden. Uh, they were friends with uh, Andrew Wood and actually Jeff Ament. He joined War Babies for just a little bit before he went on to uh, go into Pearl Jam. Hmm. So, yeah, this album came out in uh, 1991. You got vocalist Brad Sinzel, like I said, of TKO, Guy Lacey, Tommy Gunn McMullen, Sean Trotter, and uh, Richard Stuvard. They formed in 1988 up in Seattle, broke up in 1993. People kind of said that their sound was a little too much glam metal, and obviously all that kind of 
started to go away. But I think this is just overall a great rock album. A lot of the songs have a real bluesy feel. They released two singles. Uh, one of them was Blue Tomorrow, which was actually uh, kind of a tribute to Andrew Wood. And the other one was a song called Hang Me Up. And Hang Me Up was the first single. It was the first video. And it was actually co-written by Paul Stanley. Yeah, Paul Stanley, he actually helped write Hang Me Up and another song on the album, which was kind of the ballad, which was uh, Cry Yourself to Sleep. So little Kiss kiss influence right off the bat here on song number two. You knew that, but, didn't you? Well, I did some research on this. Yeah? yeah. Did you know it before? Because no, I did not. Oh, really? No. Wow. I did not know that before. You stumped the Kiss guys on Decibel Geek. That's freaking <laughs> awesome. Awesome victory right off the bat. <laughs> so anyhow, for song number two... From 1991, here's the Lord in the first place, wanting you. 
the the Paul Stanley come out of yeah. that song. And um, I don't know if Mark, if you're, are you gonna give the quote that uh, Sensel gave on on you know in an interview about Paul Stanley? Because I have it. Oh, do you? I don't know. I I read some stuff where uh, they said he was a real kind of pain in the yeah. ass to work with. Yeah, I'll say. But- let me read it real fast. It says. Sensel later commented about his writing session with Paul Stanley, calling him one of the biggest egomaniacs I have ever come across in my career. Wow. He was rude and disrespectful, and at some point, I'm playing TKO's Kill the Pain while we're warming up. So he says, I'm going to start playing some stuff, and you just tell me if you hear anything. What came out of it was just Kill the Pain backwards. (laughs) At some point, he goes, how about in this part we do blah, 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 and it was off of Love Gun. (laughs) By now, I've had enough of his remakes, and I just looked at him and said, look, it's not like I'm Tommy McMullen, who's the other guy in the band. He goes, and Paul says, what do you mean? And I said, it's not like I own a Kiss doll or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny because they actually came out with a video for this song, and if you watch it on YouTube, and I was going down looking through some of the comments that people made, and somebody questioned whether Paul Stanley actually contributed to the song, and there were a couple – rebuttals to that from some guy who said he was Tommy McMullen and he said I was there and I mean I have no reason to doubt him but yeah he said yeah we wrote it here and blah 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 so yeah it looks like he actually commented on the video huh we need to find this Tommy and get him to do an albums unleashed yeah, we, on this album that'd be an interesting us. thing to do another uh interesting contributor personnel on this is Ben Montench from the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers plays keyboards on oh, wow. some of this. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And I, and I, if you don't know, TKO used to have uh, Adam Baum as their guitar player, and Adam's got a lot of Kiss connections, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, this album, I mean, it's a great album. I mean, not a lot of, like, party rock-type tunes, per se, but, I mean, just all real, just right down, bluesy, down-home, good uh, rock songs. That's cool. i got to check out more of Me that. too. I yeah, I like it. I'm definitely intrigued to hear more of I it. I heard the name before, but I couldn't place it yeah. if I really knew him. And then I listened to it and was like, man, this is cool. i got to yeah. check it out. Cool. All right. Well, we're, let's move on to the next one. All right. Next song, based on episode 58, way back when. Wow. You guys did an episode called Top 5 Drinking Songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Back November 7th, 2012. Songs from that episode, you guys had Buck Cherry, Too Drunk, Guns N' Roses, Night Train, Kiss, of course, Cold Gin, and Wasp, Blind in Texas. I know it was a while ago. Any memory from that episode? Wow. Those are all good drinking songs. They're all good songs. I think like, that one's from the Demented Mind of Aaron Camaro, for sure. Which one? The idea. Oh, the idea. Yeah, oh, sure. The theme. Yeah. Um, I don't remember much about the recording of that uh, that episode. Oh, that's back in my old my my house two houses ago. Right? Yeah, that was way back when we just used to kind of re- record in like a a side room of the Sinzak living room. It was like a dining nook. Yeah, we took over a dining room. Yeah. Um. Although we did have a, I don't know if that was the same day, but there was a day where we had the window up, and there was a a, a cat. A cat tried to steal my truck. Yeah. It wasn't my cat. It was a stray cat. There was a cat that was like jumped up on the window, scared the hell out of Aaron, and then Aaron shoot him off, 
And then right as Aaron's getting ready to leave, or oh, yeah, yeah, that's like, right, because the window was open. Yeah, the, we had the window because it was and hot in my house. We're, we're just going right along recording. Yeah, I definitely remember this. And all of a sudden, boom! Out of nowhere, here's this cat, like two feet away from my. He startled face, him pretty bad, and it just jumped up into the window. But yeah. I happened to be sitting right there. Yeah. And then next thing I know, it's out there trying to climb inside my truck, and it did. Yeah. <laughs> I chase it out of there. Yeah. Well, but, it's kind of ironic that that would happen because the group we're talking about is a group called Shy Tiger. Now, probably not too many of your listeners have heard of this. You know, mid-90s for our style music, it was pretty lean. Yeah. But one thing about that time is that I loved going and buying all the rock mags. And that's how I found a bunch of these just kind of off-the-wall groups. And this group was advertised in there. Shy Tiger, based of uh, Ryan Freeman on vocals, Johnny Rowland guitars, Brian Mushart on bass, and Jason Eldridge on drums. Uh, they were formed in 1993 in Sacramento, California, but they actually had two albums, one Tales Out and one Feed the Kitty. They toured around the Bay Area pretty much exclusively, but being mid-90s, this is a time when a lot of groups, all they were playing were kind of clubs, maybe a theater. So they got to open for uh, a bunch of bands such as Dawkin, Ace Freely, Bon Jovi, YNT, Night Ranger, and Firehouse. Wow. Well, that's pretty good exposure. Yeah. yeah. And then they finally disbanded in 1998. But uh, I read just recently, about a year ago, October 2018, a small music distributor, Demon Doll Records, put both their albums on one CD and re-released them. So their music's still alive, which is pretty cool. Now, I know you say you don't have a lot of them, but to any female listeners, you got to kind of see the humor in these songs and realize that they're pretty tongue-in-cheek. Mighty K is not going to get offended. No way. So, uh, (laughs) well... Back when we were all in our 20s hanging out at bars, this is how we used to kind of live our lives. The old saying, uh, she's a two at 10, but she's a 10 at two. Oh, yeah. (laughs) One more episode this is based on. Not too long ago when uh, Chris was running around like crazy planning rock and pod and Aaron was in charge of an episode. He did uh, an episode about kiss lyrics and he kind of became a uh, reader of poetry. So since probably no one's ever heard this song before... I'm going to do a little poetry reading. Here we go. Walked in the room. I grabbed a beer and drank it down real fast. I wasn't leaving till I got a piece of ass. <laughs> Just like a monkey in the jungle climbing up a tree. Seemed like the more I drank, the more she was wanting me. Friday night, what we going to do? Me and the boys, we're going to drink until she's cute. Bottoms up, running out of time. I'm going to keep on drinking till that girl is mine. Wow. So. Here's Shy Tiger with Drink Until She's Cute.
huge hit in the 90s? Well, I think, <laughs> I think we know why. I do like it, though. I love it. I do, too. I, I like it a lot. I especially love the guitar solo on that song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a great song. You know, you listen to the whole album. The production isn't great. But actually, I mean, for just a small little Bay Area band, there are some good songs on this album. Yeah, I'll check that's out awesome. more of that Yeah, one. never heard a Shy Tiger before. Well, that's definitely something <clears throat> I want to look into. You might have to pick up that uh, combined disc yeah. they put out last year. That'd be pretty cool. Look yeah, go to Demon Doll Records. I actually went and looked at uh, their website. And uh, it's it's on there. It's actually pretty cheap. I think it's only like maybe twelve, fourteen bucks for both CDs. Oh, That's nice. not bad. Awesome. I get that. Cool. So shy tiger. All right. Yep. Yeah, dig it. So what do, what do you got next for us, Mark? Episodes. This is related on Fresh Blood. Obviously, you've done a bunch of these great rock from kind of newer bands. Uh, first episode was episode number one hundred nine back on November fourth of twenty thirteen. You also tackled this topic episode one fifty one sixty two. 239 and the last time you guys uh, visited this topic was episode 275 march 8th 2017 wow you know our show better than we do yeah no kidding this is all <laughs> crash course in memory for me well i'll tell you what what you guys do is awesome i mean the amount of research i put into this for you guys to put episode after episode my hands to you i mean awesome nice thank you man so and one more episode this is based on and this is special for aaron episode number 283 May 21st, 2017, a conversation with Stevie Rochelle. That was like a week before my birthday. That was amazing. <laughs> I'm so proud of that episode. I love Tough. I love Stevie mm-hmm. Rochelle. I love the Cheeseheads with Attitude. I love it all. And when he came on and did the albums Unleashed with us, man, that was so much fun. I enjoyed talking to him. You know, and it's always really cool when you get to do that with somebody that like Rachel Bolin or Michael Wagner, where you're really getting to ask the questions of stuff you've always kind of wondered, you know. And that's part of what doing Elms Unleashed is awesome for is, I mean, as much as we love it, then everybody else gets to hear it too, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, oh, yeah, that was one of my favorites, most definitely. Yeah. And of all the interviews you've done, I mean, Stevie Rochelle, he tells the truth. I mean, no beating around the bush. I, I love his stories. and I've, t- I've told him numerous times that he should start a podcast. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You know. He would be perfect. Yeah. He's he's a talker and he always has great stories. So yeah, he was that was one of the one of those interviews where it's always easy for us. They, yeah. We just let him go, you know. Yeah. And try to shoehorn our questions in there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did kind of monopolize it, but that I mean that was perfect. That's, I mean, that's what his we stories wanted. were great. <laughs> we don't mind that one bit. No. Yep. So anyhow, back to the fresh blood. About two years ago, Stevie Rochelle got together with a group of guys from Brazil and they put out a CD called Tales from the Porn. I love that name. Yeah. <laughs> it was Andy Sun on lead guitar, Bento Mello on bass, Bruno Marx on guitar, Ed Avian drums, and Igor Godoy on keyboards. They're all from Brazil. And the crazy thing about this album is that those guys all put together the music and they recorded this whole thing without ever meeting each other. Wow. And then once it was out and released, He's made a couple of trips down there, and they've played a handful of club shows there in uh, Brazil, but I think that's been it. Wow. That's really cool. you got to love technology nowadays to make something like that even possible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And uh, so the album was called HMMV, and I'm looking around. I'm like, what the heck does this mean? And then finally, there's something in the back of the uh, CD booklet. It stands for Heavy Metal Minha Vida, which translated to English is Heavy Metal, My Life. Oh, okay. Right I was wondering that myself. Yeah. So, 
Stevie with all his crazy stories of all the stuff they did with uh, with Tough and the recording and whatnot. This song, I mean, this is the perfect song for him to write and record. So from Tales from the Porn, here's a song called Back to the 80s.
Aaron Camaro right oh, here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the lyrics of that song are just perfect. Oh, man, that's awesome. This is the first time I'm hearing that. So yeah. new Stevie Rochelle to me, it's a good day. What shock? Yeah, actually, I think I actually ordered it off of Amazon. And there's a, one of the songs I almost played for you guys was Hot Girls, Fast Cars. Mm-hmm. That's um, a great song, Girls Want to Party. And actually, they do an awesome cover song, and they rock it up a little bit. Kenny Loggins' Top Gun song, Danger Zone. Oh, I have to hear that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. It's awesome. I bet it is. Yeah. I can't wait to check that out. Yeah. we got to get Steve and, Rochelle back on, too. You yeah, know, he'd we, be good to have We back. need to pick up right where we left off mm-hmm. with Albums Unleashed on the first one and go right into Fist First yeah. and the Religious Fix album. That's the one I really want to do. Me, too. Yeah, because I know there's going to be some interesting stories. Man, I bought that thing on the first day it came out. I had to go to the local record store and have him special order it for me. Right. And... I wore that thing out when nobody else was listening to that. And I'm yeah. like, this is an amazing album, but nobody cared about Tough. You know, they were like, we don't want to listen to that shit. Yeah. Like, but it's amazing. <laughs> it's one of the best albums I've ever heard. Yeah. With the way that your other albums Unleashed with him turned out, I would love to hear another one. He he is awesome. He's a talker. Yeah, we should yeah. we should definitely reach out and get him back again. Cool, man. Shout out Stevie. Go Pack Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> except, for ne- except for Sunday night. Yeah, we'll see you next week, yeah. Sinzak. Right. Yeah. With our backup quarterback. Damn it. All right, Mark, what's your next one? All right. So song number five, related episodes. First one we're going to hit on is uh, episode 226, which was back February 3rd, 2016, called Songs with Heart. Every song in that episode had heart in the title. And you guys kind of did that in conjunction with the month of February being a national heart month. Mm -hmm. And so throughout that episode, you guys would play a song and then you were given tips on how to keep your heart healthy. That was all Aaron Camaro. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron's always bringing the knowledge. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like spirit animals. Yeah. All that important stuff. Yeah. Moon facts. Moon facts. I guess I kind of just realized a pattern of myself. <laughs> Glad I could help out. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> well, I haven't even thought about that episode in a long time, but yeah. Yeah, so listening listening back to that one, some of the uh some of the songs you guys had in there, uh, you had The Cult with Wild-Hearted Son. Yeah. Yeah. Great yeah. White Heart the Hunter. Mm-hmm. Dio Sacred Heart. Oh yeah, that was And me. uh White Snake Straight for the Heart. That was me. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> I can always tell when you read off the songs, like, who picked which. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, just it's so easy to remember that. <laughs> oh, man. Cool. And uh, the other episodes that this is related to, uh, episode number 72, back February 13th, 2013, wow. for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and episode 176, two years later, February 16th, 2015. Listening back to that episode... I could not help myself from laughing. Aaron was about as drunk as you could get and still record an episode. <laughs> was that the day you that had was, all that Jack Daniels at my house? I think house? so, yeah. Oh, man. He was so fucked up. Oh, man. Oh, it, was, it was hilarious. Listening to it, and he's trying to talk all smooth for the ladies, and he's just slurring his words. Uh, yep. Is that also the one where you went all drunk, Uncle, on like the Randy Rhodes rant? That's possible. There was one you got so drunk with, and you started going on this rant about something like about people not respecting Randy Rhodes enough. <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> wow, this is like I didn't expect today to be a trip down memory lane. Yeah, this is it really awesome. Is. Oh man, for yeah. the ladies. So, wow. Some of the songs from uh, those two albums you had a uh, 
Speaking of tough, you had tough. I hate kissing you goodbye. Yeah. Thunder, love walked in. That's a good one. Kicks, don't close your eyes. Mm. Damn Yankees, where are you going now? Slaughter, hard to say goodbye. And probably my one of my all-time favorite ballads, Hair of the Dog, You Are the One. Oh, yeah. The Pink Umbrella song. Yep. That's right. Wow. So the group I have for this is Babylon AD. I've been a huge Babylon AD fan for a long time. Never saw them in concert. Well, this summer they came through Denver here. And so I went and saw them. And they were awesome. Sounded great. Had a good time at the show. And when they were done, it was just in this kind of club bar. Afterwards, I got to meet uh, Derek Davis, their lead singer. Super cool guy. I had a question for him about their very first release. And it had something to do with a song they had on a different album of another group and the producer. And it kind of piqued his interest. Like I wasn't just some idiot fan. And he actually sat there and talked with me about music for about 20 minutes. Super cool, down-to-earth guy. Another thing about that concert was it was the second time, the first time was about a month prior to this, that I met up with Rockin' Ron Runyon for a show. I was just about to ask if you you guys have hung out. That's cool. You guys need to be hanging out. Oh, yeah. We met up about a month prior to this. We met up for the very first time at the uh, Jackal show here. And then back here at the uh, Babylon AD show. Awesome. And just a quick th- a quick shout out to Ron. I haven't seen him in a bit. We had a super busy summer and a bunch of financial stuff going on, so I haven't been to a show in a while. But uh, I plan on being back out there soon, Ron, so I uh, hope to see you soon. That's awesome. But one thing, one thing about being at that show, it was only the second time Ron and I had ever met. And he looked at me. This was a Friday night. And right before Babylon AD got on, he looked at me. He's like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? I said, oh, I don't have any plans. He goes, hey. Come to this party. Gave me an address. The next day, the company that he kind of helps out and works for, that Wolfpack Productions that mm-hmm. puts on all these shows here in Denver, every summer they kind of put together a uh, concert backyard party. So Ron invites me, and I go over to one of the Wolfpack Production guys' houses, met both those guys who run that company. Super nice. Their basement is like a rock and roll museum. Every poster that they've ever made for any concert is just plastered all around the walls. I spent probably an hour in their basement just looking around. It was awesome. That's wow. so cool. What a small world we've created, huh? Yeah, I know. I know. That's wild. That's cool. That. Yeah, we love Ron. He's yeah. he's the best. Yeah, super cool. And, man, for him to do that, I mean, I can't wait to meet up with him again soon. So awesome. Next, next, one of the next couple of shows, I'll be out there. So anyhow, Babylon AD, they formed up in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, they all kind of grew up there. Their self-titled album was their first album in 1989. Had big, big uh, rock classics like "Bango the Bells," "Hammer Swings Down," and the song uh, "The Kid Goes Wild," yeah. which actually had Sam Kinison in it. And it was actually also they made a video for the movie "A uh, RoboCop 2. That's yep. right. <laughs> Love yeah. it. But the song I'm going to put on for you guys was actually off their uh, second album from uh, 1992. This one's for the ladies. Here's Babylon AD with "So Savage the Heart." Stepping out 
<laughs> wow. This has been amazing. Yeah. This whole thing. I, I, I can't believe how much work you put into, you know, finding the episode dates and the numbers. Yeah. This is wild, man. And the Babylon yeah. AD, you got to love that. That's that's another one that the first Babylon AD, especially, I've wanted to always do an Albums Unleashed on yeah. that. Because I consider that first Babylon AD album a perfect album. Oh, yeah? Yeah, there's not a bad oh, song on me it. Me too. I love that album. And it would be awesome if you could get a hold of Derek Davis. Like I said, that guy was... So nice. And like I said, as soon as I kind of piqued his interest that I knew some of his music and whatnot, he sat there and we just BSed about music and other releases and they're writing an album right now. Um, So, yeah, super nice guy. Hmm. And actually at that backyard party, him and the Babylon AD guys were hanging out and he actually played a uh, like an acoustic concert right there in the uh, in the backyard. Wow. wow, that rock and Ron, he gets to go to all the coolest parties. Yeah. He's like the the ultimate VIP. Yeah, that tells you a little something about him. How mm-hmm. awesome he, he gets is. better access to stuff than we do. We got to talk to Rock and Ron. Hey, come on, Ron, please, can you hook us up with dude from Babylon AD? Yeah, wow. Well, so uh, I think we're we're about halfway there. So what what do you got next for us? Okay, next song related episodes. One is back to episode 261, which we talked about before with uh, War Babies, One and Done, similar with this group. And the other episode is uh, number 78 on March 31st, 2013, the epic episode, which were all songs over six minutes long. And then you did a a follow-up, episode 203 from August 24th of 2015, Epic episode two, and all those ones were songs over seven minutes. <laughs> I don't know if that was intentional. I don't think it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So the first one with uh, ep- epic episode one, you had songs like Anthrax, Keep It in the Family, mm-hmm. Judas Priest, Victim of Changes, oh, yeah. and Pantera, Cemetery Gates. Cool. And for epic episode two, we had uh, Black Label Society, Love Rain Down. White Lion, Lights and Thunder, Monster Magnet, Bummer, and ACDC, Ain't No Fun, Waiting Around to Be a Millionaire. Those are all epic songs. Yeah, I like all those. Wow, we, so, know, we know how to pick songs. Yeah, we do. This That's one thing I'm learning here today is like, man, we're really good DJs. We pick all the best tunes. All right, so this next group is uh, Saints and Sinners. And this was a Canadian band formed in 1991 by vocalist Rick Hughes, who was formerly in the Canadian heavy metal group Sword. Never heard of them? Never but heard of them. Yeah. So this album, self-titled Saints and Sinners, was released in 1992, and I hadn't heard of it. And at the time, I was living out in Salt Lake City, and they had an awesome rock station that even though it was 1993... They kind of stayed in our type of music, weren't moving over to the alternative grunge. And they played a song by Saints and Sinners called Slippin' Into Darkness, which was, I guess, kind of their single. But that is not the song we're going to play today. Oh, and one other tidbit about this album. It was actually produced by Aldo Nova. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the song we're going to play could be the longest song you've ever played on Decibel Geek. It's just shy of 10 minutes. So for all you listeners, I beg you to stay and listen. This is probably their masterpiece song. When you talk about Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven, which I'm not comparing this to Stairway to Heaven, but as their masterpiece, 
or you look at Aerosmith, Kings and Queens, or you look at Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody, that's what this song is. It starts off with this eerie acoustic intro, and the guitar work is just unbelievable throughout the song. And when it hits the 545 mark, from there until seven minutes, it's probably one of the best guitar solos I've ever heard. This song is like 945 long, but it is such an epic song, it doesn't feel like that at all. So anyhow, from Saints and Sinners, here's a song called Frankenstein.
Now that is epic in every sense of the word. Yeah, I really like that one. And it's a monster of a song. Yeah. Pun intended. Ha ha ha. Good one. <laughs> yeah, and this this whole album is uh, I mean, there is no filler on this album. Every song rocks. I mean, there's, uh, I think, maybe one or two sort of balladish type songs, but, I mean, no song is just throwaway. I mean, I, I listen to it from 1 to 10 every time. And Aldo Nova does a great job producing it. It's got a really great production value. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This one, I, I really, really dug this a lot. This mm-hmm. was one that I'd find myself, you know, on the CD, because, like I said, I'm traveling around with it all week, and I kept going back to this song and just cranking it up. I love it a lot. Yeah, good one. Saints and Sinners. That's right. They're awesome. All right. Sorry. So what's next? All right. So this one is related to several different types of episodes you get, you did, and I just kind of lumped them all into one. Bizarro covers, undercovers, or covers with attitude. <laughs> and of, oh, yeah. of, of, all those, of all those episodes you guys did, the very first one was episode number 22, recorded back on February 23rd. 2012 wow also on episode 24 39 55 71 87 121 164 194 and then the last episode you ever did with related to covers was number 207 on september 22nd of 2015 wow we're way overdue I didn't realize we did so many of those. Yeah, we leaned on them yeah. a bit back then. Well, because there was a lot of cool ones coming yeah, out at the time. And, the, and it's fun, you know. It's yeah. fun to find cool cover songs. Yeah, we have to do another one of those. Like I said, covers with attitude from the Tennessee State Fairgrounds at yep. our first convention. Yeah, it wasn't our convention. No, it was, but it was the first one we ever went to. Nashville Horror and Comic Convention. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Cool. So, what are we going to play today? All right. So this is from a guitarist or an American rock musician. His name is uh, Gary Schutt. He did a lot of work with, actually, in the 90s with Jeff Scott Soto and also a band called Takara. So, actually, Sonny Pooney might have heard of this guy. I guarantee he has. Oh, yeah, you know it. Yeah. I mean, he's done a bunch of solo albums, but then he has probably seven, eight albums that he's done with Jeff Scott Soto. Wow. And, uh, I mean, he's a great musician. This song is off of an album called Kickstart My Heart, a tribute to Motley Crue. And back in the 90s, there was quite a few tribute CDs coming out for Motley Crue, but I bought them all. I'm a huge Motley Crue fan. I'll admit several of them are pretty much garbage, but this one, the groups they have on it are awesome, and every song is really good. This is the best of any Motley Crue tribute album. I mean, you have songs from uh, Babylon AD, Paul Shortino, Psychodrama, Heaven, Crunk, Jester, and Heaven's Edge. And when this album came out in 1999, actually, when you open up the album in the, in the booklet, there's a picture, like a, a drawing of uh, Vince Neil's daughter, Skylar, who had passed away of cancer. So at the time when this came out, a portion of each CD sold was donated to the Skylar Neal Memorial Foundation to help with uh, children that are uh, stuck in hospitals. That's cool, That's cool, man. Real cool. Yeah. Now, Gary, the song coming up, he plays every instrument on this song and also sings the song and i think he does an incredible job so here's gary shoot with his version of motley Crue's live wire
cool I, I love the way he incorporates other motley crew songs mm-hmm. into the breakdowns into that that's pretty that's unique cool. man i like that yeah it's pretty cool and if that's the first time anybody's heard that actually the clips he has in there you, you have use it or lose it which is off of theater pain you have wild side off girls 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 you have primal scream off of decade of decadence and then you have home sweet home also off of theater yeah that's a cool mishmash of, yeah. of motley stuff i dig it yeah it's kind of like a little medley that he decided to do yeah i've heard that name but i had never heard anything he had recorded until this so that, that's interesting to, to finally get to hear what he does so does he just do a lot of lot of tribute albums and stuff like that no i don't think so i mean he has played on uh some compilations this is listed as one of them mm. he does one another one to rick springfield he plays a song on i guess but most of his stuff he does solo albums and all those ones with uh jeff scott soto and the last one he did with that actually was uh 2015 so not that long ago oh wow i need to check that yeah. stuff out hell of a guitar player yeah good player okay cool all right so what do you got next for us all right so this is a song that we only have one episode we're falling back on episode 202 which was called viking rock music from scandinavia yeah yeah <laughs> forgot all about that one some of the songs from that were uh, from crash diet cocaine cowboys from volbeat back to prom from shotgun messiah nobody's home oh that's good and from eclipse wide open yeah only the Decibel Geek podcast does a Viking rock episode <laughs> and has no black metal in it whatsoever. Oh yeah, that was that was kind of the the joke, the yeah. underlying joke of putting That's it why out. We call it Viking rock. Yeah, <laughs> I know people are like, "You're gonna play black metal?" I'm like, no, no, we're gonna play Shotgun Messiah yeah. and Eclipse. 
And and the funny thing is about listening back to this episode, you guys were laughing. You're like, yeah, next time I hang out with my friends, and they're gonna be like, hey, what have you been listening to lately? Oh yeah, I'm an act all sophisticated. Oh yeah, I- I'm really into Viking rock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those guys are funny. Oh man, we're goofballs. <laughs> You're officially the Decibel Geek archivist yeah. after this. True historian. <laughs> And when listen to that, the funny thing is, most of your songs came from Sweden, <laughs> which obviously we all know right now is like the uh, Sunset Strip of Europe. Yeah. Aaron made a comment in that episode. He's like, oh, I was, I was trying to pick pick a group from every single one of the countries. Well, you missed Finland, and that's where my group comes from. All right, perfect. So the group I got is Reckless Love. They were uh, founded back in 2001. And kind of bounced around the Scandinavian English, kind of touring a little bit. They released their first album in 2010, just called Reckless Love. Their third release, which this song comes off of Spirit, actually reached number three on uh, Finland's top 50 music chart. Uh, Members of the group, you got Ali Herman on vocals, Pepe Reckless on guitars, (laughs) Heisu Max on drums, and uh, I believe it's pronounced Jale Verne on bass. And the funny thing is, Ali Herman, their lead singer, before the Reckless Love even had their first official release in 2010, he actually left the group for a little while in 2007 and substituted in and recorded an album with uh, Crash Diet. And when he did that, he was actually known as Oliver Twisted. But then after that, Ali went back to Reckless Love. They released their original album in 2010. And then this song... Uh, is off their third album, Spirit. And they have some videos for this song. And my little boy loves this song. And every time we watch the video, we have to watch. There's three versions. There's the first video they did, which was the, the song video. Very cool. They're out on a beach. They're playing. And sometimes you see just them. But then other times, it's all in black light. And they all painted themselves in glow-in-the-dark paint. They're playing out on the beach. Cool video, actually. And then they have a video of a live version when they played a concert in England and then reckless love appeared on a Finnish talk TV show. And they actually do a very cool acoustic version of this song. So every time we watch a video, my kid, Oh, can we watch them all dad? So right on. here's a very upbeat song. Very cool. The first time I heard it, I, I'm like, what, what is this? Cause I had read about this album, heard it was really good, downloaded it. And then I kind of forgot about it. And then one day I'm going through my iPod and the song pops up. I'm like, what is this song? And I go back. I'm like, this is a great song. Here's Reckless Love with a song called Night on Fire.
CD want list. Yeah, I really. I've heard that band's name for years. I never really delved in and checked out their stuff, but I, that definitely makes me want to hear more from them. It's good. That album's really good. They have, I mean, there's a bunch of good songs on that. Their second album is kind of iffy. I think it's called uh, Animal Instinct or something. Mm-hmm. But the first, the first release, self-titled release, and The Spirit are both really good albums. And Finland is justified. And there we go. Now we got it. And are they still an active band? Yeah, I believe so. Um, they released their uh, last album, which was called Invader, in 2016. And I think I heard that they may be recording another one. So that means they're not finished. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> they're... I'm on a roll tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what's next? Hey, hey, all you listeners, be sure to tip your waitresses. He'll be here all night. Oh, yeah, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> All right. This is awesome. Oh, so much fun. All right. What other old episode are you going to remind us of next? <laughs> well, since I only have two left, real quick, I'm going to I'm going to hit some uh like I said this was tough to cut down. I just want to hit a couple honorable mentions real quick. The first one, Hair of the Dog. And the funny thing about this is that over the last 3 years binge listening to all your episodes, it was only 3 years ago or two and a half years ago, I'm listening to episodes and Aaron brings up this band. Oh, yeah, I remember this band, Hair of the Dog. They used to come through Wisconsin all the time. And I'm sitting there, like, almost yelling in my headphones, I know this band. I love this band. Right They're on. great. And then as I progress through all your episodes, next thing I know, you guys are best friends with half the group. <laughs> that was wild how it happened. That's awesome how that worked out. <laughs> yeah. And like I mentioned earlier, their songs are awesome. They rock. The, the song I was actually going to play was uh, – Five to nine yeah. off of Rise. That's good. Yeah. 
But, and like I mentioned earlier, that song they have, You Are the One, is probably the best ballad I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, put it right up there. It's good. Yeah. Another honorable mention is a band called Jester. They're kind of in the vein of almost like a shy tiger, but from the other side of the country. I found them in a rock mag, and they have two releases, Tales from the Boogeyman, Welcome to Digitalia. But they were out of uh, New Jersey, and they were really kind of trying to keep our type of music alive, but obviously they kind of faded out as well. Yeah. Uh, another one was, I don't think you've ever played this band either, uh, Baton Rouge. I don't think we've played them. I've certainly heard heard some of their stuff. But yeah, I used yeah. to get them confused with Babylon AD for some reason. Okay. Well, Baton Rouge, they're actually fronted. Their, their lead singer, Kelly Keeling, I mean, he is awesome, and he's extremely underrated. And he actually went on to sing with a Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Oh, cool. Yeah, you got to be yeah. a good singer to get that yeah. gig. And uh, another one is McQueen Street. Mm-hmm. I've heard And uh, they're kind of similar to a Roxy Blue. Um, Beautiful Creatures, which has uh, lead singer uh, Joe Leste from uh, mm-hmm. Bang Tango and uh, guitarist DJ Ashba. And we had um, Anthony Fox from that band at the uh, Expo in 2018. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yep. Very cool. I mean, both their CDs, I think, are just awesome. Yeah. And then a couple honorable mentions from uh, the episode we just talked about, the uh, Viking Rock, Crazy Licks, mm-hmm. awesome band. Another one that I've gotten into about the last five, six years, and they kind of label themselves as street metal, is Hardcore Superstar. Oh, and I know you've played yeah. several of their songs, Chris. Yeah, we love them. Yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. And then a band that... My little boy loves them. Is Eclipse? Yep. I just ordered the album they just released, Paradigm, and uh, the one before that, uh, Momentum. Yeah, they're so great. I'm hoping to get those in the mail. The two I own are uh, Armageddon Eyes and Bleed and Scream. Yeah, the new so, one fits right in with the other ones. It's it's great. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, my little boy loves it. And every time we get in the car, Dad, can we listen to Eclipse? Because we we take our kids on Christmas. We always take them to see Trans Siberian Orchestra. My kid loves that big music sound, so mm-hmm. he loves Eclipse. He loves Iron Maiden. Yeah, you got one and cool kid. My last one, which really isn't an honorable mention, but I have to mention it to you guys, is Kiss. I kind of started out listening to Revenge and Crazy Nights. Those were the first two Kiss albums I had, and I kind of stayed in that era. Ever since I've started listening to you guys. My Kiss Library has increased immensely. Gene Simmons, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, you're welcome, Gene. <laughs> Paul? I actually, a month ago, me and my little boy, we actually went to the uh, End of the Road Tour concert. Oh, and, cool. I mean, he thought it was awesome. And it's with whatever. Is Paul Stanley's vocals being helped out? Yes, no. The show was awesome. And my little boy, he couldn't care less. He's just watching the show. And he does. The funny thing about him is he's so innocent. He doesn't even know that they have real names. He just knows them as the demon, the star child, the spaceman, and the catman. Mission accomplished yeah. on Kiss's yep. part. They would have it no other way. <laughs> well, I mean, that's so, what it's about. Is if you if you have a young kid, you can take to to see that spectacle. That's that's totally worth it. Yeah. So I think everybody should see a Kiss show before they die. Definitely. Oh yeah, and his big thing was we were walking out of the show, and he's Dad, I got some Kiss confetti. Of course, that's that's confetti with a K. I was just about to say that. You beat me to the joke, Mark. <laughs> I, I couldn't let you have all the jokes tonight. Oh, no, because they've all been so good. <laughs> Lots of knee slappers. Oh, Aaron, and, and I'll tell you. with a K. <laughs> and I'll, I'll give you a little secret. Aaron's going to probably edit out half of my jokes anyway. Oh, so. no. no, no. <laughs> you wish. Well, you can't do that now that I just stuck that one in because I, I need to show that I could top you. Right. Yeah. Well, you did. Easily done. <laughs> True. That's why I'm a podcaster, not a comedian. Oh, man. That's great. <laughs> All right. So back to the music. Yeah. So song number nine, 
first set of related episodes, episode number 104, back on September 30th, 2013. And then episode 185, April 19th, 2015, Buried Treasure, mm, which the premise of that was kind of great albums by bands who had kind of gone out of fashion to the current musical scene. Right. You listen to those episodes, you got a Enough's Enough with their album Tweaked, Poison with Crack a Smile, mm-hmm. Warrant, Ultraphobic, Ugly Kid Joe, Motel California, Dawkins, Dysfunctional, and uh, Dio, Angry Machines. I love all those albums. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So anyhow, this one is the third release by Winger. It's an album called Pull. This album is epic. First two albums, a little poppy, but I mean, good albums. But this album, it's mind blowing compared to their first two. And oh, and one thing I forgot to mention, this also kind of ties in with episode 118 was your with your uh, conversation with Paul Taylor back in 2014. Kind of, but he was out of the band by the right. time this yeah, came out. Yeah, I know. I was going to mention yeah. that as well. Do you remember but, when we talked to him and we weren't recording and he said, what, what's your, or the girl that was there, somebody, what's your favorite Winger album? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to say yeah. it's Paul. <laughs> to go back on that though, even though he wasn't on this album, in 2001, Winger reunited with all their band members, which included Paul Taylor, mm-hmm. and then also... Uh, John Roth, who filled in for him. So they went out at a tour at, in 2002. It was uh, Poison, Cinderella, Faster Pussycat, and Winger. And a buddy of mine and I, we were stationed down in Florida, and they were playing down there, and we went to see it, and it was awesome. But it was funny. During the show, the song I'm about to play was playing, and a lot of just general Winger fans didn't even know it. And we had pretty good seats. We were pretty close to the stage, and I'm standing up, I'm yelling the lyrics, and the reason I had to bring up the conversation with Paul Taylor is because we were sitting on the side of the stage where he was at, and I was about the only one in my section standing up singing, and he noticed that, and he pointed at me and gave me a thumbs up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I kind of had a little moment, I guess, with Paul Taylor. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. He's a sweetheart. Love that. Yeah, but like I said, this is the best winger by far. Every song rocks. Even the one sort of quote-unquote ballad they have on this album, which was like, Who's the One? Which is hard to classify as a ballad, but even that's a great song. And this album, it'll, it stands up to anything that was released during this late 80s, early 90s period, as far as I'm concerned. The musicians are awesome. From the album Pull, here's a song called Blind Revolution Mad. Never lived, 
by the trust of a child Never give in Never give up Little boy brave Never live, never die Appears to be Black revolution man Mercy ends Where the mercy
That's yeah. my favorite Winger album for sure. That's a great song too. Definitely buried treasure. Yeah, and the bigger budget had a heavier sound. Mike Shipley produced it, and uh, more serious lyrics on a lot of the songs. But yeah, that's um, and that's one of those. that's kind of like the Motley '94 album, where it's kind of grown in stature over the years as like yeah. a cult favorite from among the fans. So yeah, I hear. Yeah, it. definitely, I can see that. It gets more love now than it did back then. Oh yeah. But I mean, every album, I mean, the next, the one ends, the next one starts and it just kicks into overdrive. And I mean, great album from front to back. That's a good choice. Awesome. So you got one more left. Man, this has been just amazing. It has been. It's been wild hearing all these things brought back up. I haven't thought about any of this stuff in so long. Me neither. Like you say, for us, it's okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? Okay, what's next? Rarely do we have the time to sit down and and think about the stuff we've done before. We've been doing a little bit of that here lately. We got to take a little walk down memory lane. But this is something else because, honestly, I haven't thought about any of these episodes in so long. Yeah, and you, you've done an amazing job with your homework on it. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, it's I'm blown away. It's been really cool to, to have this stuff brought back up because, yeah, like we, we move on right away to the next episode. And, yeah, it's cool to actually get reminded of some of the stuff we've done because we yeah, get to pay attention it. to it. As I kind of hoping to do this, one, just for the cat, uh, memory lane for you guys, but also – I don't know, maybe you forgot about some ideas and maybe this will help you kickstart some ideas uh, later down the road. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, there's definitely some stuff brought up today that we can revisit yeah. for sure. Yeah. We we'll have to do so songs do- with liver. Yeah. With liver. Yeah, we did songs with heart, so we got to go to another yeah, organ. We did one with eyes once before, too. We, didn't we did. Yeah. That was also your yeah, idea. We did do eyes. <laughs> Oh, man. What other kind of PSAs can we come up with? Well, the, there was uh, the one with the eyes, though. I contacted, I don't remember, it was some, I don't know, some program for like visuals, so like uh-huh. a government program or something. I emailed them the link and they were like, oh, we shared this among our whole office. So like it actually, they they, they loved it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Right. And, and I'm sure it was no pun intended when you said you contacted that <laughs> talking about eyes. Chris, you're rubbing off on I've been to- I've been topped, how do I top that? I mean, my, my wife is 30 oh, miles boy. away, and, and she's rolling her eyes right now after yeah. hearing that. <laughs> she's not the only one. <laughs> yeah, she's rolling her eyes in the next room. Wow. All right, so before I get to my last song, I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to do this. It's thank been a you. blast for me. I hope it's been just as fun for you guys. Um, oh, yeah. It was a ton of work, and I want to let all the other listeners out there, let them know that, I mean, when you guys do these episodes, I mean, if you want to sound somewhat educated to some of these people you're doing interviews with or on these year in reviews. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into this. Most of my research, it was already done for me because I just had to go through your website and find the episodes and kind of listen to them and have songs. But I'm sure when you're doing like a year in review, I mean, that's a ton of research on your own. So if you like these, if you like the decibel geek podcast, you know what? I'm not even a social media guy, but I joined Facebook just for the VIP stuff. And I have two friends on Facebook, Chris and Aaron. Because <laughs> I'm not, like I said, I'm not a social media guy. I'm not into the drama, but join VIP, help these guys out. And on VIP, Chris and Aaron, they're always posting music related stuff. They'll ask, hey, what's your favorite guitar solo from this time period or whatever? And everybody chimes in and it's it's a lot of fun. So for all you listeners out there that aren't VIPs, please help these guys out and join. Oh, thanks, wow. man. Thanks, dude. All right. So for my grand finale. Okay. We got two episodes this is related on. First one, episode way back when, num- episode number 14, 
Wow. Top five early 90s albums. Okay. Okay. Now, yeah, for a second, I was like, did we do that? But okay, yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. And listening to that, you guys, your choices were uh, Alice in Chains. One of you had Dirt. One of you had Facelift. I had Facelift. Uh, Pantera. Two albums, Cowboys from Hell and Vulgar Display of Power. I had Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> Skid Row, Slave to the Grind. And Kiss Revenge. I think we were painting with pretty wide strokes back then because we, were. we didn't really think about, you know, if you if you make a subject too broad like that, you mm-hmm. know, where there's really, you could break that down by year. I mean, you could almost break that down by month and get episodes out of it. Yeah. But, you know, back then we'd paint this wide thing and now it's like, okay, we got to break that down a little bit yeah. into sections. Yeah. We, we know we've made it this far that we can make it last and we're going to eventually come to the day we're going to run out of ideas. <laughs> I don't know. We were, so let's we, not do best of, you know, this decade. And we were kind of afraid of going too niche back then. Yeah. And, but then we've learned that peop, the listeners tend to be more receptive when we go super niche with right. what we talk about. And that's really what we'd rather be doing anyway. It's more fun, too. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. And ago. so the last related episode we got is not too long ago, earlier this year, episode 335, Rock and Roll Diaries. And so this is going to be my rock and roll diary of how I found the Decibel Geek podcast. So my final group that I'm going to play for you guys is the group Wildside. Back in 1992-93, like I said, when I was living in Salt Lake City for a few months, they had that awesome radio station, K-Bear 101. And they played a couple of songs from Wildside's release called Under the Influence. I heard it. I'm like, this is a great record and I went and bought it and it's one of my favorite albums obviously from early 90s from front to back it's just epic and uh I moved back to Colorado before joining the Marine Corps and they actually came through in concert and the night of their concert we got hit with a snowstorm and so I didn't go and I always kicked myself for not going because obviously they broke up went their own ways Brent Woods has been playing in a bunch of bands he's currently playing with Sebastian Bach he has for a bunch of years but back in 2016, that Wolfpack Productions, who I mentioned earlier, put on a show here in Golden, Colorado, and was able to get Wildside back together. Well, four of the five members. For Wildside, you have Drew Hanna on vocals, Brent Woods on guitar, Benny Rindance on guitar, Mark Simon on bass, and Jimmy D on drums. Well, I guess they had a huge falling out with Benny Rindance yeah. and... The couple of times they've gotten together for one-off shows, he's never been invited back. They've always had a fill-in guitarist. But the other four are all original members. So they had a concert here in Colorado, and I went to see it. It was awesome. And a couple days later, I went to YouTube to see if anybody happened to post some videos. I find the videos, and when the videos come up, there's a little logo in there that says Decibel Geek TV. Rock and Ron strikes yeah. it and again. All yeah. right. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what, what the hell is this? So I kind of start doing some research and I find your website. I click on episodes. I'm like, what are these episodes? Oh, it's a podcast. And that's when the very first one that, like I mentioned earlier, I listened to the one that you guys had just posted in October of 2016 was the Alexi Lawless rat discussion. Wow. And then I've been, I've had headphones on my head ever since. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I love, love how all the connections get made to to get people into the show. So that's a great story. And, Boy, what would we do without Rock and Ron? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> this has become like a Rock and Ron appreciation episode. It really has. <laughs> we're, we're we're all part of the Rontourage. You know it. <laughs> 
So anyhow, this album, Under the Influence, uh, recorded in 1992, it was actually recorded at Eddie Van Halen's 5150 Studios. That's right. And it was produced by legendary producer Andy Johns, who anybody knows, he was in there producing and engineering Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, Eddie Money, Cinderella, Van Halen, L.A. Guns. Right off the bat, you got to think this album's epic. When it was originally being recorded, it was being talked about as almost being like the next Guns N' Roses type debut. It was going to be that big. Oh, yeah. You can tell they put a lot behind it for sure. Yeah. But then I guess reading into some stuff, it got delayed, got delayed, got delayed. And then obviously 1992 rolls around when they release it. And well, obviously the music scene was changing. So they did have two sing, couple singles, "Hang On Lucy," and uh, and then a ballad, "Just Another Night." And uh, I think you guys have only ever played two other Wild Side songs on your uh, podcast. One of them was for the uh, Songs with Heart album. You guys played "Heart and Soul," which was actually recommended by Ron Runyon. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> and then uh, I don't know. This summer, you guys were. Uh, I think it was just a uh, Radio Sucks, and Aaron played, uh, it was actually off their kind of Lost Treasures album called The Wasted Years, played a song called uh, Easy as One, Two, Three. I love that song. So the song I'm going to play that you guys are going to play out for me is called Lad and Sin. And when they played this song in concert, this is by far my favorite song on the album. They played it in concert. I just lost my mind and went nuts. This song is so awesome. I mean, it starts off with a eerie acoustic intro, starts real slow. And then it just kicks into overdrive. The lyrics are just awesome and evil. And then middle of the song, it has a cool little breakdown where it really slows down. And then it just kicks back in with Brent Woods on an epic guitar solo. And then as the song kind of fades out, it just is so heavy. It has this heavy guitar bass drum beat like a train chugging down the track. This song, it's basically their masterpiece. So... Awesome. I mean, Wildside, Ladinson, and once again, thank you guys for letting me do this. It's been a blast. Hell yeah, man. And of course, you know, Starsky, you turned us on to so much great music today. We got to remind everybody, of course, go support these artists. Get out there, buy their albums, see them when they come to town, buy their t-shirts. I mean, go like their Facebook pages, if nothing else, you know, let them know that you support what they're doing or you love what they've done, you know, their contributions to rock and roll over the years because we got to keep it alive. That's That's what we do here on Decibel Geek. Starsky gets that. He wants you to support these bands just like we do. Yeah, and uh, and Mark, thanks again for coming on. This has been really cool to to go through through the years and talk about past episodes and also play a lot of great music at the same time. So. As he said, here's Wildside with Lad and Sin from Under the Influence, and we'll see you next week. See ya. Mothers keep your little girls inside. Look up here, is it pain you fear? Can you see a burn in my eyes? What you see is always what you see.